What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. And it's another Football Friday, everybody. Another Football Friday. This, uh, Michelle, this is, um, this is the, not the last Football Friday, obviously, but, um, after, after this weekend, after playoffs this weekend, we're going to have to take a break. So soak this in because there's a, there's a gap between the next couple weeks of playoff football and the Super Bowl or two weekends from now. So soak it in today. We're nearing the end of this playoff picture. Here we go. We're talking about it today. Are you ready for this? We may be getting closer and closer to the end, but good God, are there some good games coming up. Uh, the playoffs are yeah. really... You know, we talked about this on last week's episode. I think the only team that made no sense that was in the playoffs was the Steelers, and now they are eliminated, so that's great. Um, when you look at these teams that are left, I mean, this weekend is going to be fun to watch, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. For sure. It's going to be so much fun, and actually... Um, I, I think we should pay quick tribute and say farewell to some of the losers from last week. Actually, I saw a very, <laughs> uh, before we get into the winners and, and what this weekend looks like, uh, I saw a hilarious meme and the meme is captioned, the four most obnoxious fan bases in the NFL just got eliminated in the span of 24 hours. <laughs> And the photo is like a four quadrants. Uh, The top left quadrant is the Patriots. Uh, The next is the Cowboys. The next is the Eagles. And the last one is the Steelers. So, yeah, yeah. It's it's true. I mean, look, I think I'm kind of kicking myself, to be honest, because when we did our predictions last week, I should have done a parlay. I should have. I, I picked all the damn winners. I should have done you a parlay, but it's easier said than done. 2020 hindsight, all those things, whatever. But regardless, I, I truly feel the teams that should have won, won. And this weekend's Saturday and Sunday games are going to be an awesome time. For yeah, sure. That is for absolute sure. Um, we have so much to talk about, but can I do my just one thing? Because you're kind of alluding to it, and I think we of, need to talk of about course. it. We need of to talk course. about it. Go, go to town. So my just one thing is going to be a little bit predictable during playoff season, but uh, I want to talk about our playoff predictions from last week. So uh, we kind of went head-to-head on two different games. We made picks again, uh, for the Cowboys versus the 49ers, and then again uh, the Rams versus the Cardinals. So you walked away with a clean sweep here. I will say yep. some of my bets were just for the sake of argument, and it would oh, have been more fun if on. I won. No, come on, the Rams Cardinals. You picked, yes, you picked the Cardinals because you thought the Cardinals were going to win, not just to argue. I was going to say the Rams Cardinals. I actually picked the Cardinals, um, but I truly picked the Cowboys, thinking that you know, like how uh, the 49ers and the Cowboys were pretty evenly matched. Now I know that San Fran was an upset. Uh, but all of that to say, interesting, interesting picks. And you came out on top. You had two big wins in what would have been a really dope parlay. So congratulations. Thank you. I feel really good about my wins. I feel really good about my predictions from last weekend. Um, I also feel really good that I mentioned Zay Jones as a value DFS pick and he scored a touchdown. So, uh, you're welcome to everyone out there that picked Zay Jones, myself included, Um, but just for one sec, before we talk about, Mm. you know, we'll break down what's coming up this weekend and we'll get into some DFS value picks again, because that's been kind of fun for us to talk through. 
you know, you mentioned that Cowboys game and the fact that it was an upset from the 49ers, but that game was arguably the most dramatic game last week, uh, right? Like, uh, I mean, the Patriots-Bills game, I guess you could use the word dramatic, but not in the same sense. It was just a blowout. But, like, mm-hmm. this Cowboys 49ers, let me preface it by saying this. I agree with you that I thought they were very evenly matched. Mm-hmm. I also agree with you that, well, you didn't go for it, but this was the one that could have been an upset, and it was. Mm-hmm. The 49ers absolutely outplayed the Cowboys, in in my opinion. However, the end of that game, like, made me want to bang my head against the wall. <laughs> so, if anyone missed the last, I would say 45 <laughs> seconds of the Cowboys-Niners game. So, the Niners are up by... Oh gosh, I don't remember I how it, much. I think a it was it was seven or eight because yeah, I think it was seven. It must have been it must have been seven because the whole thing was like if the Cowboys could get their shit together right. and score, they would they could do a two point conversion and win. It was Correct. a one score game or it was Correct. whatever. Anyway, it was a one score game. Yes, Let's put it that way. And so uh, the 49ers had just come off like a scoring drive. They're up by seven, and the Cowboys have forty five seconds left on the clock. Now. I'm thinking the game is over. Uh, It's going to be really hard to drive down the field from the 20-yard line and uh, get into the end zone. But I will say that 45-second drill from the Cowboys, not even a minute drill. It was literally 40 seconds or something like that. They completed, I would say, three or four 15-yard passes in a row, stomped down the field to about the 30-yard line, at which point... They are going for another play. I think this is their fourth drive, uh, of their fourth play of the drive. And what what happens? Um, Dak takes a ball by himself where, first of all, in any 45-second drill, you want the clock to stop. You need the I clock just, to stop. I... Fucking Dak <laughs> takes the ball himself and slides in the middle of the field to down himself so the clock is still ticking away. And that play happened when there was six seconds left. If he had run squarely out of bounds, there would have been two seconds, even one second left on the clock. They would have gotten one more play in. They would have been 25 yards away from the end zone. And they just, could have won the game. It just it just doesn't make sense to me. There's so many things about that last play that don't make sense. It's the fact that he doesn't try to run out of bounds. It's the fact that, like, he tried to get too many yards, meaning he wasted too much time. Yeah, like, it was dumb. He had, he had the opening, so he took it, but he should have had enough foresight to be like, I got to get down quick because I'm not getting out of bounds, and I, the only way I can stop the clock is to get my ass down, spike the ball, and then hopefully we have one shot at a Hail Mary at the end zone, right? But to not – to be at that level of competition and, like, not know that. And then I think some people were like pissed at the refs because the ref got in the way. But what I learned from this whole thing was, but the ref wasn't in the way. The thing is, is that the ref, for whatever reason, there's an NFL rule. Like he has to touch the ball. Yeah. Like the the whole, the teams can't just reset and spike it, you know, or hike it, hike it or spike it whenever they want. Like a, a referee needs to touch it to like reset that for the next play. That's right. And so I think people were also pissed that he got in the way. I'm like, Dude, he didn't get in the way. It again, Dak should they should know these rules that like anyway, no need to talk about it anymore. They have been eliminated. They had an amazing season. I in my heart of hearts, I I thought they would not choke this year, but it's 
when it gets when you see this shit happen, it's like, well, that's why I picked the 49ers. The, when the going gets tough, the Cowboys lose. That's just really <laughs> that's the old adage that they that they say, right? Oh man. Yeah. Well, speaking of teams that are still in it, so we've got Saturday and Sunday games again uh this weekend, uh, which is exciting. Uh we've got the Bengals at the Titans, and your boy, Derrick Henry, has passed his test in contact practice. How are you feeling about this? I feel awesome. I've been watching so much, so much practice footage. The guy looks so good. I love following Jim Wyatt on Instagram, Twitter, and like everywhere that he exists because he does all of their Titans coverage like yep. on the field every day. So I follow all of his socials. Derek looks, mwah. it's going to be so much fun. Um, I will be curious. I think we should do the same thing we did for just one thing last week. I think we should put in our predictions when we get through all these uh, these matchups. But I feel really great about that game. I love that Cincinnati and Tennessee are kicking off the weekend. I want to yep. see that game. Uh, yep. And then Saturday night, it looks like the Niners are going up against Aaron Rodgers and his Green Bay Packers. So how do you yep. feel about yes. that game? Yes, they are. I saw uh, uh, another meme as as there you know are millions of them, and I I guess I kind of knew this, but also didn't. You know, back when Rodgers was drafted, the 49ers actually passed on him, and there was a quote. I think it was when someone asked him, like, you know, how do you feel about the 49ers passing on you or whatever, and he's like, I don't feel as bad as they're gonna feel when I beat them, and so like. <laughs> In typical Aaron Rodgers fashion, he's just been like this forever, I guess. So it's just like an interesting, it's an interesting matchup to begin with, but there's also sort of some of this history that goes along with it that, you know what, makes it a little bit more fun and interesting, you know, to watch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You know, there's been some trouble in paradise with Mr. Aaron Rodgers over there. Did you see that Shailene Woodley is, uh, they, they may be calling it quits. Stop it. But ma- That's... maybe we'll talk more about that on Monday for the huddle. But uh, Whoa, I mentioned it because a second. maybe that, he that... gets shaken. Maybe. I was going to say that we need to talk about that now, not not after the games, because mm-hmm. that could change that could change my outlook on this game potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is p- apparently one of the headlines that I've seen. Wow. It, and I, I cannot confirm it because I, I myself do not know Shailene Woodley, but it seems like <laughs> uh, she, yeah, it seems like they may wow. be on the rocks over there. So something okay, to keep an know, eye on. I know this show is about, you know, football and giving you some stats and some insights. This is also a pop culture show, and that's the T right there. And that could really, it could rattle Mr. Rogers on his game on game day on Saturday. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Then we've got two games on Sunday. We've got the Rams going to Tampa and playing the Bucks. Fun fact, Tom Brady is literally older than all of the opposing coaches left in the playoffs. LOL. Everyone <laughs> likes to make a Tom age joke. There's a million of them. Yeah. But, you know, I was just picking out one that I thought was funny here. Um, and then what I think is just going to be like a friggin' point factory shootout on Sunday night mm-hmm. is the Bills and the Chiefs. I literally am so excited that those teams ended up playing each other right now. I think that game's going to be phenomenal to watch. I mean, yeah, I got to say, it's going to be like the cherry on top of a football-filled weekend. I right. cannot wait. We say shootout, but this is going to be <laughs> a shootout for the ages. 
I mean, honestly, take the over. Whatever the over is, take it, in my opinion. <laughs> All right, let's make some friendly wagers because this is fun. And then we'll get All into right. our value picks for players for this week. Um, All right. All right. Who do you got? Who uh, do you got here? Let's start at the top here. A Saturday, the Saturday afternoon game, Cincinnati at Tennessee Titans. Um, you could just, I, I bet you all can't, can't imagine who I'm going to pick. I'm picking the Titans. So here's the thing, uh, you know, and in an effort to make this fun and interesting, I, I do like the Titans this week. I love that they have Derrick Henry back. I do wonder what the bye week did for, for them to them. It's always Uh a question. Yep. I think for someone like Derrick Henry, the bye week was probably really helpful to make sure he was like a thousand percent you know, back and healthy, but Mm -hmm. his scenario is different than the rest of the team. So the question is, you know, how did, how did the bye week affect everybody else? Is that going to, you know, hinder them this week? I don't think it hinders Derrick Henry. Um, I love that Cincinnati feels like they're riding pretty high. I do think they're on an upward trend. Um, I do think they're also just going to play their little hearts out. Not to say that everybody isn't, but this is a young team. This is a team that hasn't, you know, made this kind of run in quite some time. Um, so for for competitive sake, I will take the underdog and say that Cincy wins this game. Okay, I like that. And you've you've been, I mean, we both have liked the Bengals all season. So I think it's appropriate that we split that one for sure. All right, fair enough. All right, 49ers in Green Bay. Um, as much as your new breaking, potentially true Shailene Woodley um, news, you know, could affect Aaron Rodgers. I just, he, here's the other thing. Just the, the way that I said that I think Cincinnati is still kind of riding this high mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. on their way up, that they haven't reached their peak yet. I sort of think the 49ers have reached that peak and I don't think they can get high enough to beat Green Bay at home. I, I just don't think that they can do it. Um, I, the fact that I had the Cowboys beating the 49ers last week, it would feel pretty backwards if I didn't go with the Packers this week, because (laughs) the Packers are a better team than the Cowboys objectively. Um, so I'm also going to go with the Packers. I regret to say that, but they're the better team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Rams at Tampa Bay. Uh, do you want to take this one first? Sure. I'll take this one first. (laughs) Oh boy. Rams at Tampa Bay. This to me is similar to that like evenly matched, you know, game that we were talking about with San Francisco and and, um, Dallas last week. I think this one of all the games, I think this is probably the most evenly matched one. I think maybe the Bills Chiefs is pretty evenly matched too, but this one is really hard. And the next (laughs) one's going to be really hard too. These are both really hard because I know. Last week, I put my money on uh, the Cardinals and their offense performing. Now, the Rams, not only it was the... I had put my money on the cards because I thought their offense would outperform the defense. Yeah, yeah. So wrong. So wrong. And (laughs) now, coming up against... Now, we're dealing with Tom Brady, who is like Kyler Murray on, like, steroids and crack and, like, (laughs) just in general different so planets i'm i'm struggling but i do i will say i thought that the rams defense and offense looked really good yeah but tom is the veteran and playing at home so i'm going with the bucks 
Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you there. I think when it comes down to uh, experience, you know, you always kind of want to have Tom in your in your corner. Uh, I like that they're playing at home. I do think that the Rams' offense was really clicking last week. I do also think that the Bucks' offense was really clicking last week. I, I think this comes down a little bit to defense. Tampa Bay's defense is arguably better than Arizona's. So can they key in on, on you know, the guys that they need to for the Rams? Can they get Matt Stafford, you know, under pressure and, and you, know, you know, force him to make some, some bad plays? I, I have to go with the Bucks as well. Um, I also selfishly have to go with the Bucks because I have uh, I have a lot riding on them going to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl and winning. So <laughs> I'm not going to bet against the Bucks now. Certainly not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, the moment of real truth here. <laughs> <laughs> now we arrive at the final game of the weekend, which is the Bills versus, or at, rather, the Bills at Chiefs. So Chiefs versus Bills. Oof. Difficult one again. I'm going to rely on the numbers here a little bit. So let's look okay. back. Uh, I'm looking back at previous, the, the the season that we just played to see how the Bills and the Chiefs stacked up. Did they play each other? They wouldn't have played each other, I don't think, did they? I think I'm looking at them playing each other uh, October 10th, 2021. So they did play each other one time. Oh, okay, okay. And that final score was 38 to 20. Mm-hmm. And that was at Buffalo. So and who, who, who won? You you didn't tell us who won. Oh, sorry. The Bills. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Bills. Okay. The Bills beat in, the Chiefs. That was in Buffalo. That was still pretty high scoring. That's like what, 50, 58 some odd point, 50 some odd points? Okay. Yep. Pretty high scoring. This was also early in the season. So this was their mm-hmm. sixth game of fifth or sixth week of the season the bills were four and one at that point and the chiefs were two and three Mm -hmm. so it strikes me as the chiefs not yet hitting their stride uh but pretty high scoring all things considered and also in buffalo so i'm arming you with that knowledge to make a decision on who wins this one oh my god am i going am i going first here god if you if you've made a decision i'm still thinking about it all right, so uh, thank you for your historic analysis of this matchup. Very helpful. Um, I didn't know if they played each other this year, so that is a good little stat and figure to have. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bills are the underdog, but not by very much. Mm-hmm. Um, not much at all. Point. Not by very 1. much. 1.5? Is that you what the said, spread? I, th- I think it's about that. I think uh, Casey is minus 1.5. Yeah, so it's, it's 1.5. just about yeah. even. So it's, it's basically a pick'em. It's basically a pick'em. That's as like as close as it can can get here. Um, you mentioned this. I feel like it's taken the Chiefs a while to hit their stride. Um, I get that they're in the playoffs. I understand Mahomes. I under- I understand, but I do think that the Bills have the momentum. I don't think you know. Uh, you know, I don't think that the weather or or any of that is going to play a role here. Both of these teams are going to be used to being outside in the cold. I don't know. I like I like the Bills this week. I like the underdog. Um, I just think you know Josh Allen is ready to prove his shit and and keep going. So I have I have my uh, my bet on the Bills this week. Okay, I am going to split this one with you. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Just because, right. again, it's fun for the sake of argument. It's basically a pick <laughs> We might as well split it. 
That's and true. yeah, that's that's how I feel. Some, I guess I don't know. Some, I don't feel strongly about that. I feel I pretty mediocre. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Like you know, you were just saying this, so I I, I eat my words of saying that the Rams. Bucks is the most evenly matched game. I think when you look at the spreads and and just the teams and their rosters, the Bills and the Chiefs is the is the tightest matchup. As you mentioned, the line is only one and a half. That's literally just a pick 'em. Um, in comparison, you know, Bengals Titans is three and a half. Uh, San Francisco Green Bay is five and a half, um, and the Rams Bucks is three. So they're all very close. You know, these are all extremely close. Close matchups is what you would expect you know, in the playoffs for sure. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes with some, you know, some of the favorites and some of the upsets this week. It's going to be a hell of a football weekend, that's for sure. Oh, my God. I am very, very excited. I hope that you wear your Buccaneers hat, which I had the pleasure of seeing this past weekend when we were hanging out. Uh, IRL, if you can believe it. So uh, I hope you're rocking that hat. And uh, oh, yeah. I'll be cheering for, I guess I'll be cheering for the Bucks along with you now that All we've right, uh, now that we've established this. So yeah. t- to round it up, friendly wagers. Um, I'm going with Titans, Packers, Bucks, Chiefs. And you're going with Bengals, Packers, Bucks, Bills. Yes. Okay. Interesting. We'll see how it pays off for us. See how it goes. <laughs> Well, this All has right. been fun. Do you want to um, do you want to move into? I mean, this whole episode is about daily fantasy sports. For the remainder of this episode, want to make some bets on some of the standout players this week? Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, uh, we've got our wagers. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about the players and and for those that are building, you know, daily fantasy teams. Here's some picks that we think could be of good value for this week. Um, for those that aren't familiar with daily fantasy sports, it's very similar to fantasy where you draft a team, uh, you know, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense, uh, but you're given a salary cap, you know, to to buy the players that you want. So really what we're trying to do here is w- we know who the good players are, but we want to sort of break it down and say, here's where you might be able to save a couple of bucks, but earn some more points. Um, I will say, if anyone listened to us last week, not that I'm tooting my own horn, but I kind of am. If you listen to any of what we said last week uh, and pick some of our guys, my DFS team crushed it last week. Um, I felt very good about it. So, hey, we might be on to something here with a few good value picks. Well, here's a here's my first question for you. If we're talking about, um, let's start from where we always start, running backs. Derek Henry is back. Are you picking him up for your lineup? I, I am. I am. It's similar to, to what I said in the sort of breakdown of the games. I think the extra time off and the bye week didn't make a difference or, or made a big difference for Derrick Henry. I think it helped him get back to 100%. I think he's going to come out ready to plow through anything that gets in his way. Now, that being said, he's probably the most expensive running back that's available. So that is, is he one still? thing you have to think about. He's huh. he's still, you know, at the top there. And so it is just something that you need to think about. Like, do you want to spend that much money on this guy? There's a lot of amazing names, obviously, on these teams. But, you know, as uh, as the field gets smaller and smaller, the, the prices on these guys are still really high. So you do have to find, like, some value picks. If you go for the king, I think that he's worth it. Um, you're going to spend a lot of money. But that said... If you want to save a little money in the running back position because you've spent, you know, you spent a bunch on on uh, Derrick Henry already, 
I do like looking at A.J. Dillon for Green Bay. He's not going to be as expensive as Aaron Jones. He's not going to be as expensive as a lot of the other guys out there because he is a number two. He's not number one. But that is all to say that he has been getting a pretty fair share of looks behind Aaron Jones. It might be even close to 50-50. So if you're of the mindset, which I kind of am, that Green Bay is going to be, you know, really strong on offense in this game, I think A.J. Dillon might get some looks. And so Mm. if you need to save a little bit of money, I get it. He's number two. You're rolling the dice a little. But if you want to buy someone like Derrick Henry, you're going to have to save some money elsewhere. A.J. Dillon Dillon could be an interesting one, you Mm. know, to save those money those dollars that's a really that's a that's a great one because god knows the best one of the best mismatches this week and there's only four games to choose from but one of the best mismatches this week is very much green bay against the 49ers so i have a feeling right that we're going to be talking a lot about that matchup and how to stack your team um so that's interesting i like that a lot yeah. uh anyone else that you are thinking about for running backs so last but not least, quick apology because last week I brought up playoff Lenny. And yeah, I, I know what you're going to say here. <laughs> I did it. You know what? When we when we were talking through this last week, I didn't realize. I, I really was of the mindset that he was definitely playing. I, I thought like that it, there he's in, no problem. And then yeah. after, after we recorded, I found out, we all found out, whatever, you know, that he was going to be a game time decision and they didn't yeah. end up playing him. My thought there is they felt that he, well, obviously he wasn't ready and they didn't want to rush him back. I think mm-hmm. they felt pretty confident that they were going to beat the Eagles with or without Lenny. So there was no point in like pushing him back on out on the field early. So for real this time, playoff <laughs> Lenny, I think he's of great value. Yep. I think they sort of treated last week as, as a quote unquote bye week playing against Philly to give him a little bit more time to rest up and heal. And you know what? That might pay off in a really smart way because the Rams are way better than the Eagles. Um, but it's time for playoff Lenny to step up. Yeah, you know what? And maybe they didn't really need him last week. You know, like maybe they maybe, didn't yeah. really need him and where they needed him was resting. And I could exactly. totally and fully appreciate making that kind of a move. And God knows, I mean, we all need to, there's always the caveat of everyone should be staying keen to watching whether or not the players are starting or sitting. I made that mistake, I think, like two weeks ago with my DFS. And it's different than fantasy, right? Like fantasy, I feel like I check religiously if people are playing versus not. Whereas for fantasy, like you're not going to get a push notification. You're not going to find out (laughs) if you don't go looking for it. So um, I have learned that lesson the hard way and I totally get it, Michelle. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at QBs here, again, (laughs) when you look at the roster of, of quarterbacks that are playing this week, you really, you know, none of them are bad. Let's put it that way. There's yeah, no bad yeah. quarterbacks this week, okay? So, well, Ryan again, Tannehill, maybe a bad quarterback eh, this week. Yeah, my, he's not he's not that great. That's true. But <laughs> again, like there's none of these guys that are to me are like SOS, like don't go near them. Yeah. If if you're going to spend the money, I think Josh Allen is the best bet this week. The Chiefs allow seven and a half yards per pass, which is the worst of any remaining teams in the playoffs. Mm. We talked about how we think this is going to be an offensive shootout. You saw what Josh Allen did last week. I don't know that it can be a repeat, of course, but he's out there to prove himself. The other thing is he can run. He can run. You know, so if you're talking about points, he can throw it. He can sling it. The Chiefs give up some yards. And he can run. The ceiling is really high. I think he is worth the money that you'll pay for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to be let down if you buy Josh Allen this week. I don't. I think you're spot on because, like, let's also 
gut check the reality of it. If you're looking at all of these teams holistically and we're yeah. trying to pick apart who maybe the uh, worst defenses are, which really mm. are like a nice prop up for Josh Allen in this case, playing the Chiefs defense. Um, but I always look for the worst defenses to pick up the highest mm-hmm. value quarterback. So um, I think along those same lines, and I hate to say this about my own team, but we love Joe Burrow on the show and Joe yeah. Burrow against the Titans who have looked lackluster during the regular season, but have happened to eke by um, <laughs> a great matchup for Joey B and looking yeah. to Jamar Chase and that same stack all over again this week. It oh, paid yeah. off last yep. week. I don't see why they wouldn't connect this week as well. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. I, I like the defensive matchup that Cincinnati has. Joe and Jamar are clicking. Jamar had the second most uh, yards for any receiver last Man, he's week. he's so fucking good. He's so he's, fucking good. Can I just I stop know. right there? I am so and impressed with that guy. And they're so chill, honestly. Like, Joey B, Jamar, Joe Mixon. Like, you just see the, the chill that they have on their the faces. Triple J? Which, <gasps> it's Triple J. The triple J and they're so chill and I know they're amped up on the inside, but they really play it cool um, and step up to the, to the plate. So I agree with you. I like that defensive matchup. I like that stack with Joe, Joey B and Jamar. Um, And honestly, like to your point, even if you want to save money, like I wouldn't save money and go get Ryan Tannehill. Why? Because Derrick Henry's back. That's Mm -hmm. why. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's why. Because Derrick Henry's back and Ryan Tannehill's not going to do anything. Maybe it's worth noting that in this, this, part of the segment like don't yeah. pick up Ryan Tannehill even if he's the best value I don't think it's gonna be great I'm, I'm with you um all right so switching gears from pass throwers yeah, to yeah. pass catchers we obviously talked a little bit about the Jamar uh Jamar Chase I like that stack with Joey B me too um we talked about Josh Allen if you have enough money you could stack him with Stefan Diggs but that's gonna set you back a lot of money and that's the thing there are huge and obvious names this week Cooper Cup Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, they're all like obvious studs, but they're all going to be really expensive. So you have to choose wisely and make sure if you really want Cooper Cup, you can, you can get him. He'll deliver, I'm sure, but also you're going to have to save some money elsewhere. So similar to what we were saying with like, if you want Derrick Henry, maybe also look at A.J. Dillon because you got to field mm-hmm. two, you know, running backs. In this situation, if you like people like Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, and you want to spend the money on them, you're going to have to look at someone that's a little cheaper to fill out your roster. And someone that I kind of like is Alan Lazard on Green Bay. It's, it's pretty similar to what I was saying about A.J. Dillon. I think that their offense is a force to be reckoned with. Um, and if you don't have the money for Devontae Adams, who you know is going to be involved, I think that second guy to look at is Alan Lazard, and you're going to save a few thousand dollars on him. I put him in my lineup two weeks ago, and honestly, it paid off. It paid off quite well. Um, And I'm pretty excited about seeing the Green Bay Packers sort of pick apart the 49ers. So I think that's a very strong second wide receiver for bang for your buck. I I totally plus won that. He's had a a few, like, two TD games. I I like him for DFS if you're also doing uh, any uh, touchdown parlays um, because you're addicted to them like I am. Uh, I I like him as one. He probably has pretty, you know, good odds. Like, you know Devontae's going to have not as great odds, but I like like Alan Lazard, and I think he he always steps up under pressure. And 
that means a lot in Aaron Rodgers' eyes. He mm-hmm. needs guys that are going to step up under pressure. And this is this is pressure. This is divisional game, you know? Yeah. yeah, I really, really, I can only, I can put my money where my mouth is. I put my money on Alan Lazard before, and it yep. paid off. So I agree. So similar to what you were saying about looking at, like, defensive matchups that you like, I don't love the 49ers offense this week. I definitely don't love, like, stacking 49ers. I do like, I still like Debo Samuel as, you know, as an individual pick here. A little bit more expensive, a little less expensive than some of the big guys that we named. But this guy's so freaking versatile, and he's not going to yeah. go down without a fight. Like, he, he, he runs the ball. He catches the ball. He plows through people and gets yards after the catch. Like, he's not going to go down without a fight, even yes. though... Green Bay is a superior team to them. He's he's not going to go down, you know, without mm-hmm. not without swinging. So I, I think he's also an interesting pickup for this week. I mean, he's been one of the strongest fantasy players during this regular season. Uh, for sure. So not to mention how strong he is for daily fantasy sports reasons and building your lineup that way. Um, he's always been strong, and it's always a fail-safe choice because he does not drop. Like, not literally, but he doesn't theoretically <laughs> drop the ball. He doesn't. It's true. It's very true. Uh, a couple more guys to round this out that could be catching some touchdowns this week. I'm sticking with Gronk. It's the same thing we said about having Tom Brady in your corner. The expertise, the uh, the experience, the ability to play well under pressure, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that Tom is always looking to get him the ball. He scored last week. He was wide freaking open. Always. And... And you know what? You you just when you watch Tom and Gronk play for as many years together as they have, you just there that synergy is there. I mean, I swear Tom could probably throw the ball with his eyes closed mm-hmm, and it would still mm-hmm. go to Gronk. So <laughs> again, probably one of the more um, you know expensive uh, tight ends this Definitely. week behind Travis behind Travis Kelsey. But you know what? He's usually good for a touchdown. And when the going gets tough, Tom goes to Gronk because he knows he's going to get shit done. And I it, it's going to be a close you know, game and he's going to need someone that he can trust. And a lot of times that's Gronk. So I'm sticking with Gronk. Um, If you don't want to spend as much money, we did see this last week. We'll see if he continues to have as much value. I do think there's some upside and that's CJ Uzuma. Um, He and Joe are clicking. Uh, He's definitely uh, a a good target there. If you're looking to spend a little bit less money on a tight end than someone like Gronk, but have a pretty good ceiling, I think CJ Uzuma could be a good pickup as well. I um I actually I have a a counter to that because I actually think that um Tyler Higby will have another good week this week. Yeah. He yeah. he was not quiet last week. He wasn't quiet, but um I think there's more from him. He's consistent. Yeah. He is consistent and he was on fire uh, la- uh 2 weeks ago at the very least. Yeah. I think he had a touchdown or two maybe. Yeah, two I think. Yeah. yeah. So I would say like expect big things again from him this week. Uh, I really like him against the Bucks D. I, I don't know why I feel that way, but there's something well, in my gut. I mean, here's the thing. I think the Bucks are going to have to do the best that they can to s- shut down Cooper Cup, which right. is going to be right. very challenging, right. right? They Or they could be like, all right, Cooper's going to get some play, so we got to shut down OBJ. Like, they're going to have to focus right. to shut somebody down. Um, and so I, that person's not going to be Higby. That mm-hmm. That's not who they're going to key in on, which bodes well for him because as they're shutting someone else down, that gives him more look. So I, 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 I like where your, your head's at on that one. Yeah, I hope that it's the case, but we shall see. Uh, and then we get to our favorite position, defense. <laughs> 
Defense well, this I'm, week is a little interesting, though. Usually it's a I bit mean, easier when you have, like, worse teams, but we're slim pickings right now. That's the thing. I brought defense back for DFS because you have to field one. Uh, it's not the most interesting position, um, but this one's really tough. I think you, you know, focus on your position players, use your money there, and see where you net out for defense. Do not spend a lot of money on it. Don't mm-hmm, try going mm-hmm. in there and getting Green Bay D because they're going to be the most expensive uh, and you're going to lose out, you know, on these other position players. My advice for this week is basically avoid KC and the Bills. I just think that's too much of an offensive game um, and I wouldn't want to touch that one from a defensive mm-hmm. side of things. Yeah, I would I would agree with that as well. Huh. Huh. This is going to be so much fun. Even going through that DFS and this weekend's games, it's going to be such a good weekend. And I'm really, I think I'm starting to get a little bit sad though. Like we're nearing, this is obviously our divisional round matchups uh, for the playoffs this weekend, but we're nearing like playoff or divisional champions. And then we'll be at the Super Bowl. That's it. We've got two more of these after this. All right. Stop being Debbie Downer about it. Uh, Stop. At least we still, we still have football. Yeah, stop counting down. Don't do that. I can't Don't help it. I'm like, I'm seeing, I'm looking on the screen. There's only four games. I'm like, what is going on? But <laughs> at least it's Saturday. At least it's Sunday. Um, Michelle, before we sign off, what else do you have for the people? Uh, same advice I had last week. Listen to this episode. Do your research on Friday. Uh, and then put in your bets and your teams. Because if you try to do it on Saturday, you're going to stress yourself out. Get it done on Friday. Set yourself aside some time. Make the right choices. That's right. Happy playoffs. Enjoy the divisional round matchups. And we will see you on Monday for the huddle. 